right. LTC episode. I'm not sure what it is anymore. I keep, I've lost track. You, you're not allowed to guess anymore. You're wrong every week. I know. I'm terribly wrong. I can't keep 24. We'll go with 24. 24. That sounds like a good number. We have Robin on here. She won the giveaway uh, earlier with the Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, uh, and Daniel Hemmer giveaway. Robin, what about Brad K? What that was your, that was your like pick right off the bat. What about him said you thought he was going to win the race? I don't know. He always does good at Dega. He's won there before. He's not one of my favorite drivers. So if I pick one of my favorites, they I tend to jinx them. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just had a feeling he was going to do well. And normally I'm wrong. So I got that one right. That's awesome. That's great. How long you been? How long you been watching NASCAR? Um, 2004. Oh four. That was that was wasn't that Kurt Busch's year? That was Kurt Busch's year, right? That's when he so. won the championship. That's dope. I can't dope. remember. Been hooked ever since. <laughs> yeah, my husband's been watching it. He's been going to the races since the 70s. Oh man. He he took me to my first race at Homestead and said, "You're not going to enjoy it unless you pick a driver." So That's I true. That is true. <laughs> who who is your driver? Well, I picked Elliot Sadler. Okay. He was, he was driving the M&M's Ford, and he was good looking. So, you know, <laughs> you couldn't ask for better than that. <laughs> Robert Yates Racing. That is my, that was, uh, Del Jarrett was my dad's friend. Or oh, uh, I met my Del dad's Jarrett. man, not his friend. Yeah. Um, so I grew up watching both of those guys. So that's really cool. Both yeah, good guys. You have anybody right now that you look at right now? Is it Brad or is it? Well, my last driver was Clint Boyer. He retired. I was getting ready to so, ask. I've seen the hat. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of favoring Ryan Blaney. Oh, Robin, you're my favorite. That is, <laughs> you just won Jacob over. You won me over. That's my dude. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, listen, I've had a curse with him for probably years. Every time that I didn't watch, he would win. <laughs> and uh, it just got broken recently in Atlanta. We actually went to the race. I got to see him win live. So. Oh, awesome. Yes, it was great. It was great. It was great. What did you think about today? Do you think it was a good race? Um, it was okay. I mean, it was different for Talladega. It wasn't quite the same. I'm glad there weren't a whole lot of pileups, but I just don't think, I don't know. There should have been more three-wide racing throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to let Cody Cody and them talk now. Yeah, you're speaking my language now. I, yeah. Now, three-wide racing, that's what I wanted all day. Those first 10 laps or so were fantastic. Uh, I do think that today was maybe one of the best cup races we've had at Talladega in a while, just because it wasn't full of cautions and we had a lot of long runs. Um, but, yeah, the three-wide racing. I'm excited for the next-gen car. I'm hoping that we get that old tandem draft back. That's yeah, all me I too. want. Me I think, too. <laughs> I think all of us that stuck through the COT years are wanting to oh. drafting back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, when you were the only person on Twitter that said Brad K, which I found insane. I, I thought more people <laughs> would have said Brad K, but no one did. A lot. There was a lot of Blaney's and a lot of. I think there was like one or two. Uh, I think somebody said Chase. Somebody said Joey Logano which he didn't have uh, too long in the race before he got. No, he didn't have a good day. (laughs) No. (laughs) Michael McDowell. Yeah. (laughs) McDowell, I was happy he won at Daytona. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was the first Daytona race we've missed in years. So we put our tickets, pushed our tickets to next year. 
What's Cody, your weren't home- you excited? Weren't you excited, Cody, that he won? Cody's I not can't. a McDowell fan. Oh. <laughs> what what's your home track? Um, Homestead. Homestead. So okay, definitely in Florida. Yeah. I, that's one track that we need to make it out to. Our, our all of us, our home track is Bristol. Uh that's where I want to go. Oh, you've never been? You've you, have you nope. been before? Listen, we are the advocates of Bristol. It's, I mean, you know, as far as comparing it to Dega, I don't think it's as party central, if that's what you're looking for. Nah. But, with, but with the view and just the night, especially the night race, the, right. atm- the atmosphere that it brings upon, it is just one big family. Um, if you hate Kyle Bush, you're going to fit in right well. <laughs> hey, that's perfect. I wasn't going to say it, but that's perfect. <laughs> yes yes thank Robin, you you thank Robin, you we we were really enjoying this how you feel parv <laughs> as he wears his kyle bush merch i mean you gotta love the hate <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that's i mean i'm glad i'm glad you entered in i'm glad you won that um uh, the uh, all-star race i the reason i wanted to give the all-star race out um was because that was like the first sporting event when since COVID, like when it shut everything down, it was the first thing that came back. Uh, so I think that's kind of a cool car to have. And especially that Bubba and especially the Hemrick. I mean, you know, two cars, two out of three of those cars, the guys aren't in the cars anymore. Right. That's, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, some of the same sponsors, but just not the same cars or teams yeah. or anything. Yeah, for sure. Well, Robin, we thank you for supporting us. We thank you for coming on here and, and, and taking some time. We wanted to talk to you. This is something new that we started doing. Uh, we appreciate you tagging all those people in our stuff. We're just trying to get our name out there. So the support is definitely uh, definitely very appreciated, and we appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem, and thank you. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you a lot. Yes. We will send, uh, we will send those you. cars out Thursday. All right. Have a good one. You too. Have a good one. We'll see you next Thanks. week. Thank you. and i'm going to go ahead and start about the xfinity series race because oh i'm not (laughs) two things cody may i go ahead and have that thing that we talked about oh yeah cooper go ahead sir dude i forgot oh no 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 no. you guys talk about the xfinity when it comes to cup time i no wait i'll introduce it now i guess i guess i should go ahead yeah man. okay and two fuck you parv okay cody let me know (laughs) Wait, let you know what? Give me the the little thing we talked about earlier. Which part? The the little privilege. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. So and then, and then I'll explain what's going to be happening tonight. Uh fuck you, Parv. <laughs> Cooper is going to be our moderator tonight. I am. So I watched the highlights of the Diggy race. Um Coop wasn't sure that he was going to join us tonight. Because he he wasn't able to uh, watch the race in real time. It's and, been uh, a stressful week for it, a lot of us. It yeah. has. It really yeah. has. Um, I, I personally, I broke my back today just to be able to make time to watch the race. Uh, I got a shit ton <laughs> of schoolwork out of the way. Coop had training today. Um, you know, it's been a it's been a hectic weekend. I'd say for most of us. I got fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> rough life. Art is quiet because he's. <laughs> So, Can we say that? Can we say that? I don't know. Oh, fuck it. We're leaving it. I don't know. I don't what know the fuck? 
Uh, <laughs> John, just silent that part out. Silent please. that word specifically. And then we'll just, yeah. We are going to leave it. Hey, just go ahead and out. silence this too. Parv is a cunt. <laughs> cunt. God, poor John. Anyway. Cunt. Everybody hates me. Cody, Cody did I get it? All right, and we're back. Um, did, you get, did you give it to me? Hold on a second. You'll get okay. it. I'm going to give you a little intro, okay? He hadn't even got to with it. So, you look how our demeanors changed as soon as Robin left. Yeah, I'm we so immediately not. just go like brass. Here. <laughs> In the direct message to Parv, I said, Parv, I fucking hate you. And he said, I know. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so Coop comes out and he's like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it on the show tonight. And I say, okay, Parv, watch the fucking highlights. So here we are. Coop brings up an idea. I liked it. We're going to make Coop the moderator for this episode. If someone gets out of whack and out of line, I am entrusting Coop to mute that person respectfully, just like a debate moderator. Don't mute somebody because if, if I were to say something bad about Austin Dillon, I would hope that you wouldn't mute me for that because I'm expressing my, my freedom of speech there. Exactly. That's exactly what I, I want. One person to speak as much as they want, and then the next can chime in, not the fucking... Parv says some dumb shit, which I know he's going to be on tonight. <laughs> then Jacob's in his ear, and then Parv's yelling back, and we don't get a discussion. I, so want Parv, I want Parv. Shut the fuck up, Parv. This is why we're doing this. Okay? You get your time to talk. Goodbye. Oh, he, he knows that he has to fucking come back. He left the <laughs> chat. What the fuck? You got to let him back in. Why yeah. would you do that in mid-recording? I don't right. get it. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's rookies. Bro. Why would you do that? Why am I? You know what? Fuck Parv. You're not getting admitted. Just kidding. Oh, I just yeah. admitted him. Yeah, Parv. We all did. That was dumb. Oh, Parv. yeah. Now he's got to connect to audio. Now we've wasted 10 seconds of fucking recording time. Here, I'll fix that. Because Parv wanted to lose. <laughs> what? Why'd you leave? What, what, what point? Why? Where's that educate? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just keep going. Sorry. The Xfinity race. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Xfinity race. Um, Parv? Well, no. <laughs> from uh, from what I, from from what we got to watch, I mean, good racing. Uh, Jeb Burton is finally a winner. I'll tell you what, I'm really neutral on that. Uh, I mean, I'm happy for him. I don't have anything against Jeb Burton. I will say though, after the race, uh, call me an old man if you want. I have Sirius, so I listen to the NASCAR station on Sirius. Mm-hmm. And um, Claire talked to Ward last night, and it was such a cool conversation. Ward talked about how he has put himself in these positions. He wasn't silver spoon fed. He, he made his son work for everything that he has today. And Ward genuinely refused to take any credit for his success so far. He said – there's been a few sponsorships that I've set him up with, but everything else that the boy has done, he has done it on his own. What just what a good dude. Like, yeah. You look if Jed Burton wins a race, I don't think there's anybody in their right mind that goes, Oh, screw that guy. I mean, he's just such a and he's been out there for I mean, he's been out there for a while. I mean, we've seen Jeb specifically Jeb. We've seen Jeb uh with you know some some lower funded teams and he's worked his way up. And I think, I mean, Coop's going to smile when I say this. Uh, college racing is the perfect opportunity for them. They're a strong team in the Xfinity Series. I love – now, besides Almendinger, which I do give shit, Coop, I do love college racing, and mostly because of Chastain. Uh, I always had kind of a soft heart uh, for them in Nice Motorsports. Who's that? And 
Which one? Uh, that name you said. Nice. No. You you why do you like Colleg? Oh, Chastain. Oh, that's that wasted seat in the, the forty two car. Oh my god. Nope, there was the mute. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hang on. He's talking. He's talking. Hang on. Why why would you say that? Moderator Coop. Jacob, I would like you to explain. And then Cody can have his minute of fame to shine. Okay, after fair you explain. Enough. Explain so, why Chastain is a good driver. Explain why uh, he was a wasted seat in the 42 car. That was me that said that. Yeah, no, but I, I want Jacob to like elaborate on that. You you mentioned it, and then Jacob gives his take on how he's not, and then you can give your now take. I'm, on now it. I'm actually confused. Are we talking about the Xfinity Series ride when he got like kicked out? No, I'm talking about today. Just the fact oh that Ross Chastain's God. a wasted seat. Oh, yeah, Ross, yeah, Cody's saying he's wasted wasted seat. I don't think he's a wasted seat. I think that he's got potential. Um, he's aggressive. We saw him today up front in Talladega. I mean, this year, I'm not going to sit here and say he has much uh, much stats to prove it this year. But he's a winner in the Xfinity Series. Now, do I think that Chastain is ever going to come out and win a Cup Series championship? No. I mean, I'll I'll say that. Uh, but I do think that Chastain is, is, is going to be a winner in the Cup Series. I think that he's got a good shot at it. Um, that's if Chip Ganassi can – can uh, get their heads out of their asses long enough, you know, uh, this year. But they've had, they've had a pretty pretty hard year so far. But that's kind of all I got on Chastain. I don't really have a huge defense on that he's a fantastic driver, except oh, well. that I've seen him drive in the Xfinity Series. Do I get a point for that, Mr. Moderator? <laughs> Moderator has to do nothing. It's it's tie. It's it's even 0-0. Zero, zero. Never mind. No, I'm just giving you – I like Ross Chastain. I just like giving him uh, – him and Chase Briscoe both shit right now because oh, me, myself, they've both they let me down. It. Oh, wait. We got to finish Xfinity. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm just talking my shit. We have to, we have to loosen it up a little bit. <laughs> um. As far as the, as the Xfinity series, I mean, we kind of we saw exactly, in my opinion – Y'all say what you want, but I think that we saw the guys we expected to be up front, up front. I put a buck on Cindric, and it hurt. Rain short and races, they always hurt. That hurt. Hey, even if it's your driver who wins it, it still hurts because then everybody can always use the excuse like, well, he didn't actually win. Yeah. So Is nobody, that... nobody's actually the winner in a rain short and race. Is that the first, uh, first rain short and race we've had this year? I think it's the first one, right? Indeed. Yeah. Sucks, man. I, I hate it for the people who just bought an Xfinity Series ticket. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that's rough. Suck. Yeah, that sucks. Now, when it comes to the Xfinity race on my end, uh, there was one person who stood out to me, and it's my favorite, least favorite NASCAR driver, the person that I love to hate but love. Gregson looked like a champion. Of course, man. As it goes on, I want to be sit here and say, at first, I really, really, and, and this is ironic. I think we all did. We all, Cooper did. Yeah, because Bass actually, Pro, because of Bass Pro. Cooper actually liked him. I think that we all have like a bone to pick with him, dude. But honestly, the more he goes, the more I want him just to be him. He don't yeah. take shit. He's aggressive. I think he's got a future. If Junior Motorsports does uh, come true to the rumors and actually puts a Cup Series team in, like in and gets a couple of cars going, I think Junior's the guy. You know, um, yeah, Parv. How do you feel about Gregson? 
She's cool. I don't watch Xfinity, so I can't say much. I usually go for Jed Burton, and, and, and you know, the one time, the one time I go for him, I don't go for him, he wins. Yeah. I find it weird that you don't watch the Xfinity cool. series. Cool. Way to that stay was, on the track, maybe. That was Way to so stay insightful. Track, thank you for that. <laughs> I do not have time. I usually work during the Xfinity series and the Highlights? Series. Highlights? What time do you work on Saturdays, Parv? Is he just not going to talk? I usually work 9 to 7 on Saturdays. 9 to 7? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That sucks. That's that a big suck. bad. <laughs> That's a big awful. Honestly, I feel bad for you now. I'm just going to skip over it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't much to talk about, really. Uh, oh, uh, Brandon Jones wrecks again. I think he wrecked at Daytona and he wrecked at uh, – Talladega now, so that's two super speedways. He's been caught up. <clears throat> Did you guys listen to when we had Dakota on? Um, he, had said, he had said that he has a bone with Brendan or Brendan Jones. He's he's not a big fan of him. I wonder why. He just said because he's like in the way. He just didn't get the fuck out. Like he's just there. He's always doing some shit, and he's just like it's like David Starr. Yeah, he was like, I don't have a lot of like hatred towards drivers, but he's like, Brandon Jones, man, just get the fuck out, and, like, move. <laughs> I mean, I, I it, he's JGR, so I can't really say anything. It's going to be pretty much the same sentence. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything more to add to the Xfinity series. Really. It was, I mean, to be honest, like it was just a boring race. Yeah, I mean, we got a few laps in. We got just enough in. They called it. That was pretty much it. Jed Burton won. His burnout was cool. Yeah. It was yeah. a wet burnout. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did it going to the garage, too. He burned a little bit. Really? It's cool to see so. what the cars, like, actually look like when they're doing a burnout without the smoke around them. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Um, I like, like I said, what you were talking about, Jed Burton, earlier, man, that's a really good, that's a really good thing uh, that, you know, that he wasn't. I mean, and if anybody's going to raise their kid like that, who rather than Ward Burton? Yeah, Mr. Save the Planet himself. Yep. Just but, a- you know, and I think that's why people like him, and that's going to give Mike Joy a reason to worship him even more. <laughs> Mike Joy is just that way, man. He, he gets pissed off about that. Mike Joy is starting to lose me. Oh, each dude, week, each I can't, week, I can't lose Mike Joy ever. Mike Joy is just such a good guy. I love Mike Joy. Ah, he's starting to he's starting to boom around a little bit. He's like my he's like the the last one. He's the last he's the last one from our childhood, dude. No, nope. I'll take Larry Mack any day of the week over Mike Joy. Well, yeah, but he stepped away from like the main booth. Is the only thing. I, so he, let's get Mike Joy out and bring Larry Mack back. He don't want to do it. Bring hashtag bring Mac back. Bring double Listen. A, double A to the cup, please. Please no. Please <laughs> two no. plus two equals four. <laughs> um, yeah. I, with the Cup Series today, I'll be honest with you. There was a thought that went in my head. I'm glad that Robin brought it up. That she said it was okay earlier, because I'm going to point this out, and you all are going to agree with me. I guarantee it. 
I said the same thing. I was like, that was an okay race. And then I realized that the reason that I was calling it an okay race was because there uh, there were more than 20 cars that passed the finish line. <laughs> and, you know, I guess we, I, I guess at a super speedway as a fan, you kind of call that action packed, uh, action packed racing because you expect that to happen. But we didn't see it today. We saw it once. We saw it once real bad or almost real bad, but we didn't see it as bad as what we did at Daytona, uh, you know, beginning of the year last year. That was the slowest crash I've ever seen. It felt like he was in the air for like five minutes. It felt like the Chariots of Fire was playing while while Joe was just up in the air, uh, and and uh, Bubba Wallace was just car was passing by, which the Chariots of Fire just playing the whole entire time. Joey, uh, so Cooper, you were talking about you were excited to listen to some stuff. I think you're going to really enjoy this. Joey had an interview uh, after the race, and he said that – I mean, he was kind of – he kind of bitched out NASCAR. I mean, I'll just call it like it is. Is uh, he getting fined? Duh. Well, I don't think he will because if you noticed, he really made sure that people knew that I'm blessed to be in this car. Yeah, but he also – he he pushed in real hard. He did. Well, and so, you know – Go ahead. What, what, sorry, I apologize for interrupting, but what all was said because I was watching the race while, while it was happening, and I saw the interview, but I couldn't listen to it because I was in a, I was in a meeting. So what was what was the interview based on? I know he was basically bitching at NASCAR, but for people, obviously for me and for Cooper and for other people, like what was he saying? Uh, he was just pretty much saying that. Um, well, he's a taller he's a taller driver. And the roll bar uh, was is right there next to his head because it, it the, the the if you notice when it went over the the roof was smashed down on the car, so he was his point was that another Ryan Newman incident just about happened, but he said he got hit by the roll bar. Oh, he got hit by it. Damn. Oh shoot. So another Ron Newman incident about happened. I mean, he pointed that out. He said, you know, it was just about another Ron Newman accident. And, you know, we talked about how bad it was, but we're not doing anything about it. This happened again, or almost did. Now, now the argument that I'm seeing on Twitter is that people are saying, well, Joey throws blocks and causes big wrecks. So the question is, is do we fault Joey for talking about safety because he's an aggressive driver? I don't think we should fault anybody for safety when it comes when it comes to safety because I mean if that was the case that there could have been another Ryan Newman incident, it could have been much worse because you know he's a taller person. Clarify yeah. that first part for me. You you said we don't fault anyone for safety. What do you mean? Well, I don't, I don't think we should fault people for blaming NASCAR for safety regulations, like drivers, because they're the ones that are the, the most important and probably the most, you know, minded about it. Because you know they're in the cars, they want the safest way they can get. And if something like what happened today with Joey almost spinning, like spinning out, getting getting hit by the roll bar, that is just. And you know nothing is being done about it. There, there's going to have to be a point where you know people are getting, like Joey did today, what from what you said, like bitching about it, to where there has to be some improvement on the car. Okay, but 
like I, I you took Jacob's question backwards, I think. What Jacob is saying is Joey a hypocrite for calling on NASCAR for being safer when Joey is as aggressive as he is. I don't think I don't think we should I don't think so. I mean, I think if any aggressive driver, I mean we, we, we said it before, Ryan Newman is an aggressive driver. And look what happened to him. You know, Kyle Busch is an aggressive driver. He could have the same incident. Any aggressive driver could have that same instance. And it could always roll back to be like, oh, well, he's aggressive and he's bitching at NASCAR for safety. I don't think, I think it's more, I think it's more for people thinking, oh, they're aggressive. So they're bitching instead of being, like, oh, there are people who want safety. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a that's more clear. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I apologize if that don't make sense. No, it makes Sorry. sense. I see what you're saying. You're saying that that uh, Joey can't be a hypocrite because he's talking about safety within the car and he was in the situation. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get. It. I get what you're saying. I mean, here here's my opinion. Uh, after after letting it marinate for a little while, uh, here's what I say: You strap into a car that's doing 200 miles per hour. You get hit in the right spot. You flip over. It happens. I don't think there's really much bitching to be done. That's just my opinion. As far as that being a bad wreck, I mean, you know, you heard him say, "I'm glad I'm alive," and I lo- I love Joey Logano. I think he's I think he's a one of the best drivers out there and I love his personality. But I think it's just one of those situations where it happened. I mean, that shit's gonna happen. It's been happening since what? Since we started? Since we started going to these super speedways? Yeah, uh, I mean I think this specific incident, you can fully blame Denny Hamlin for it, regardless. Um Thank I mean you. it's just like yeah. he part of you could tilt your head. He cocked Parv cocks his head sideways. Um, Denny Hamlin had a run. He pulls out of line, and then he immediately goes back into the line. Uh, it's kind of pretty obvious that uh, Denny screwed up there. Um, super speedways, bad wrecks are going to happen for sure. Uh, I think Joey kind of over-exaggerated this one a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was a bad wreck, and, and you can't say enough about the safety in NASCAR now. I mean, Ryan Newman is still alive, and 10 years ago, that would have killed any driver in that seat. Um, 30 years ago, what happened to Joey today probably would have had a really bad result, too. Uh, but I don't think I don't think Joey, like, sent the message across the right way. Yeah, that's, um, I think that's definitely – the bottom line i mean i i want them to be safer as well i think you said it best when you're in that car at a super speedway no matter how safe the cars are they could still go airborne and crashes are going to be bad running 193 miles per hour no matter what um but it was just his delivery sounded a little bit too uh privileged i guess you know sounded a little bit too whiny for me and i love joey but do you think it could have been the heat of the moment Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he just had the roll bar on his head. He was probably like, what the hell? I, I would yeah, say so. I, I, I expect him to be fine. Um, I, he did the moment for sure. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, but also, this was probably 15 minutes after the wreck when he got that interview, after he got checked out. 
I just felt like he he tried to use the the Ryan Newman incident too much in his. He was talking about Ryan Newman and not himself, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. You know. Yeah, and 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 like at the end of the day, that wasn't even a bad flip. The only part that was pretty sketchy was when Bubba about hit him. But it's interesting that Parv is saying uh, that he doesn't think Denny's at fault because he told me me and Cody talked before the show, and Cody told me to get me get him a Kelly quote. So I got one for you, and his take on the incident was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is a dipshit. So he's using my logic from Daytona there. (laughs) So, yeah, he said his viewpoint was that Stenhouse got to the back of Denny too rough, and Denny had to go out because he was going to slant. He was already loose, and he was afraid he was going to take a wreck. And then uh, he's saying that the air on the right-hand side of the bumper – got taken out from under, and it sent him in the Ricky. I would maybe agree, but Hamlin hesitated a minute before, or I mean a fraction of a second before going back up. He bumped Joey twice on his left rear panel a couple of times before just sending it all the way back up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I agree with you. I, I totally disagree with him on that one. I told him, I was like, you need to go watch. They slowed it down to frame by frame. Part of what I was saying was, it's, it's like, just like Cody said, he was, he, he had, he was on the outside. He was afraid he was going to lose positions and then went up. And the, and the hole was already closed. The hole was closed whether Denny liked it or not. He knocked him out of the way pretty much, which is, you know, and Stenhouse got the brute of the day. Like he just got the bunt end of the stick. The, the blunt end of the, the blunt end of the stick is that the word I'm looking for yeah the blunt end of the stick today but yeah Denny was definitely a fault and he didn't just do it once he did it twice now Cooper since you know the score now about the whole Logano incident do you think that's hypocritical of him you know how Logano drives I mean yeah like you guys said he is aggressive but I you know what you sign up for you know so it's just like that UFC fighter last night that I yeah, like you you yeah. you know, hey, that kick could get checked. Hey, yeah. I could go fast. What happens when I go fast? Air. <laughs> yeah, something's gonna go. Something's got to give. So it's, I mean, it's with any sport. You know what you sign up for. So there's always a danger in whatever you play. I mean, fuck, you could play tennis and stand wrong and blow your leg out. So yeah, safety needs to be a priority. But I mean, they've done the best they can. The, be- the biggest thing I think about, and this is dead serious now, when a driver starts whining, or what I consider, when they start going off, maybe whining isn't the right word for this, but when a driver starts going off about I think Parv was right. Like, some heat of the moment. Heat yeah. of the moment sentence, I guess. I think, I mean, NASCAR is known for a lot of heat of the moment interviews anyway. And, you know, that's probably what causes a lot of people's opinions for most drivers. I know, I know, I mean, I'm going to bring him up, but, you know, Kyle Busch is basically a crowd baby on and off interviews. But I think for most times when it comes to ding, ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. He said, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. Everyone celebrate. Anyways. Ding, ding, ding. Cody is a chiming in moderator. I wasn't ding, ding, ding. And for Kyle Bush, don't get, don't get excited there. Um, (laughs) Wait, Parv has got to finish. He didn't finish. I just dinged in. But you can't. Parv was (laughs) in mid-speech. I dinged in. I'm going to say this, Parv. Okay. 
people hate Kyle Bush because of the way he is on the track. It's not just his interviews. I mean, I know that, but when it comes to interviews, though, is what I'm trying to say, is that he did the moment interviews or what causes some people's opinions also on how they are. Because a lot of times if someone gets in a bad wreck, someone like spins someone out, they're, they're going to bitch about it. And, you know, I mean, he, the moment interviews are great. That's why we, that's why, you know, you get some characters of how people are on the, on, on the track and off the track, but that's how also a lot of people can get fined too or get in trouble because of something they say. I mean, I'm not saying they're, I mean, they're not going to obviously end heat of the moment interviews because they're too good. But I'm saying, I think that's what causes, you know, most people say, oh yeah, they're pretty much bitching about something. I mean, they could do it in post race too. I mean, that's a hell of an excuse to give anybody in any situation. I mean, if, if you're going to use that logic, anytime that I'm ever frustrated, then I should never be punished for what I do following the events that make me frustrated. Speaking of punishment, what the what the fuck? I I'm bringing it up now. Toyotas were trying their damn best to win today, weren't they? Why, why did they? Say, why, why did they tell Chris Bell they're like get back? They told uh, oh, Chris, Chris Bell oh, he was low on fuel. Yeah, but still, why gas. not just run it fucking hard? It's a goddamn super speedway. You, they didn't fill it all what, the way up. But you know what happens to super speedways? That caution's gonna come. Fucking just run that car hard. I guess just in case they ran green for probably a while. He he was he was four seconds quicker than the other Toyota guys, so he got four seconds less of fuel. Mm. Um. Also, here's one for you. So Toyotas today, all of them got sent to the back because of an A something in the A pillar. Now I hate to say it, and I'm not going to say it often, but Kyle Busch was the only one that didn't get pulled back. He okay, so Kyle Busch didn't get pulled back. Okay, so that was four? Was the Harrison Burton? Did Harrison Burton get pulled back? All Toyotas got pulled except for Kyle Busch. Okay. So all Toyotas got pulled back for an adjustment in the A pillar. And then we had the let's just talk about the A pillar, I guess, first. So I've got problems with that one. Why? That's that's a biggie. And that's if anybody does it. Okay, call- that's fine, but uh, before you give a, your, your reason, I want you to think about the fact that we don't have practice right now. Everything that's done is an unimproved adjustment. Oh, yeah. Everything's Are we meaning a pillar that's in the car? Yes. Oh, okay, just wanted so, to make sure. So that- pretty much. NASCAR terminology sure. for a pillar or something. I yeah. just want to make sure it was in the car. Okay, cool. Well, well, it's, it's I mean, technically, yeah, it, it's the – it's the bend next to the windshield. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I just want to make sure I was on the same topic as you guys. Okay. Yeah. So when they're messing with that, that's aero manipulation. They're messing with aerodynamics. Is it so aero manipulation if it still fits into the NASCAR rule book? But it didn't, or they wouldn't have sent them to the back. Yeah, it, they sent them to the back because it was unapproved. If it didn't fit NASCAR's specifications, then they wouldn't have been allowed to run until they fixed it. 
And that was my question. Why Why let him run? Because, I mean, that's all we heard about it. There wasn't much on it. Well, because it, because it was just an unapproved adjustment. They have X amount of room to work with. So anything that you do in between rolling the, the car off the, the hauler and onto the grid, anything that you do to that car right now due to no practice or anything like that, it's all going to be an unapproved adjustment. Okay. I think, I think I'm following, but. Example, um, who was, was it, uh, was it Kyle Larson whose air conditioner wasn't plugged in? They plug it in and then he got sent to the back because that was an unapproved adjustment. Oh yeah. Cause you can't mess with the car at all after it goes through tech. Uh, but the A pillar is a pretty pivotal part of this track. Like, you know, you know what you're doing when you're messing with that part of the But car. what I'm saying is, though, they run it through and it passes the inspection. And, but because it was an unimproved adjustment, it's got to go to the back. If it passes through the pre-race, regardless if it takes two or three times, if it passes through the pre-race, it's a legal vehicle. It's just they adjusted it when they shouldn't have. But it's yeah. still a legal vehicle. They still it's Ford could have done the same thing and Chevy could have done the same thing. Yeah, but they did. That's what I'm saying. They didn't well, do that, it. So that's on them. That maybe, is on maybe, them. Maybe Chevy and, Toy- and Ford's angle was what Toyota was trying to achieve. So they do it. It, it could have been – I'm not sure how they measure it or if they do it by inches, by meters, by um, angle, what. But whatever Toyota ran could have been identical to Ford or Chevy's. It's just they changed it after the fact. Well, let's talk about their performance because they moved up through the pack pretty quick. They were fast, extremely fast. Can we just admit that this one probably wasn't a cheating incident? I don't know. Just, I don't know if I can. They passed it's, it's, race inspection. That's what I'm saying. No matter what they do, if they were to spray paint a dot on the car, that's an unapproved adjustment, and they'll have to start from the back. But it still is legal. I don't think I could. I could. I could let them buy with that one what do you mean it's still I, in the nascar rule book they I don't passed think I can let the, the specifications Boys, i would like to uh put in that i think parv has a word to say so if we want to let parv take the floor he's shaking his head his hands on the face parv's got a little something to say i think so i mean i've got a point i'm getting ready to bring up parv i'm not i'm not used all my ammo so please go ahead it's hard to want to fucking speak because I know oh, I get too my bad, shit kicked in regardless. You've been called. But what I'm saying is we are 10 weeks into NASCAR. Yes. And this is the first time you have got riled up about people being sent to the back. No, it's not the it, first time I've been riled up is, this year. It is the first time. Like, we that have, is we have, incorrect. That is so incorrect. Hang we on. Have, Parv, Parv has to speak. Hang on. He's no, I'm not going to let him. He's got to get his shit I'm straight. I'm not going to let him put out a He's got to get his statement. shit straight first before he starts yeah, talking smack. How, how many him. times have we shit talked Kyle Larson let for having Parv, to start from the back? Let him talk however you want. <laughs> let him. And then you guys can correct as much as you want. Just Go <laughs> ahead, Parv. I'm, I'm all ears. Just know that I'm going to tear your shit in after this. takes a drink of water all this fighting that me and cody were doing is now aimed directly towards you <laughs> it was like a beam in dragon ball z that we've now <laughs> morphed it yeah Parv, we're waiting go ahead we're waiting go ahead two drinks of water yeah Parv, we're just wasting recording time for you to get fucking hydrated 
Thanks, buddy. A shout out to today's sponsor, uh, Members Mark Water. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Parv. Any fucking thank you. Thank you. Go on. Okay. What? Or, okay, we're just going over them. Okay, all right. So, manipulation of the race. It happened today. I'm bringing that up because I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Manipulation happened, and I will give you debatable, debatable on the A-pillar adjustments, all right? I will give you the debatable part. I can see where you're coming from. I just can't see past it. But that being said, fucking Truex. We've seen Truex today go past pit road and listen, if I didn't think it was a JGR manipulation, here's why I thought. As soon as that caution came out, I seen Bell and Bush go in for tires and gas because they were close on fuel. Why would you, as a NASCAR driver, you got sparks coming out, you're in those cars long enough. People know they have flats. We've seen them. They're experienced enough when you got a flat tire, they know they got a flat, they know they got to come in. Truex had a flat. I think it, I think it was Bubba and Kyle. It was. It was Bubba and Kyle. It was Bubba they were the, and Kyle. They were the only two to pit. Okay, I thought it was Bell. Because it was, it was like, why not? I mean, they kind of dropped back, and they were just like, fuck it. Why not I think, go get something? I think they were afraid they were going to run out of gas. I think they were afraid they were going to run out of gas and tires, and they knew they needed them to come down to get a good finish. And there's no other reason Truex should have went by pit road. With spark, sparks were flying out of the car. Like, even if it's not a tire, there's something fucking wrong. And that right there, nothing was said about it. If there's not a penalty on Truex, because that that right there was even more in your face than the Kyle Busch spin in the truck series. When did Martin Truex become like the fall guy for this? When what Kyle started was... sucking. <laughs> well, I mean, you also got to look back to the uh, the Michael Waltrip racing incident. Oh, yeah. You brought this up earlier. Yeah. So, I mean, when, when did Truex become like the guy? Mm. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I'm not gonna lie. That's the guy I want on my team. Like if he's gonna if he's gonna go out of his way to to help advance your organization, that's the guy I want. It, it but there should be a penalty. There should be. I just there's don't no, think that there's enough there to actually convict. I think there is. I think when you're on how long is how long is Talladega? Two and a half miles? Yeah. Two and a half miles. I got a flat tire in turns three and four on a two and a half mile track. And my thought process is I'm going to go around one more lap and see if I can get back. And you got to meet, and you got to reach minimum speed on top of that. So that is where I've had the problem with Toyotas this week. Speaking of Toyotas. I want to point out the fact that that Bubba Wallace had one hell of a day. He did. Um, he, he, he led. He led. You know, he won a stage. He won. He went from was it fortieth to ninth in three or four laps. Yeah, and Jacob's just gonna be like, "Yeah, it's lay frame." Um, <laughs> you know, I was actually getting ready to drop the joke. I was gonna be like, "Yeah, that's what happens when you sleep like an ape." <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> um, but when it when it comes down to it, Bubba had a hell of a day. He I will did. say though, I think um, I think this team needs to drop Mike Wheeler ASAP. Uh, reason the being, crew, yep. the crew chief. Yeah, uh, several bad calls throughout the season has uh, really messed up Bubba a lot. I mean, even at Daytona, the loose wheel error on pit road costed him a good finish. Arguably, 
he might've been there at the end racing for the win. Um, he had the fastest car at Daytona. He did have the fastest car today too, but the, uh, the second to last caution, they didn't pit. And I still don't comprehend why, because most leaders came down and all those guys got right back up to the front. Um, and after, after he didn't pit, all those guys on the fresher tires came up past Bubba started falling back. And then the Truex wreck is when Bubba finally got to pit. Had Bubba pitted with the rest of the group, he wouldn't have had to restart on the green-white checkered in 26th. Yeah. Do you think it's too early to blame Mike, though? I mean, they're, like, no. even me. Even me. They're a brand-new team. And, and, yeah, their performance has not been anywhere near even okay yet, except for super speedways. Uh, I think they've got that part down. They were so strong at Daytona, and they were strong at Talladega, too. But, I mean, like like I said, like it's their first year, man. Do you think it's too early? You don't think it is? Not for a crew chief. I mean, you're not talking about a guy that, you know, this isn't like any other sport where you draft a young kid to come in and you know, we're not drafting crew chiefs. This isn't his freshman year or anything like that. Crew chief knowledge, in my opinion, is something that carries over, no matter if it's a startup team or not. You need a strong crew chief to be competitive. Um, I just... I think that making bad decisions isn't a growing pain unless yeah. he was a rookie, but he's not. Yeah. And you know, Mike, Mike is Denny's old crew chief, his old crew chief. Um, <laughs> I, I did find this out yesterday. Mike also was Maddie D's crew chief at, Le, at, Le, at Levine family racing. Yeah. Uh, and he is the crew chief that Denny went winless with. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you probably are on to something there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Mike Wheeler, and, and and he's won with Denny. He's won with Denny. But uh, uh Chris Gabehart, that's Denny's new crew chief. Um, making sure I got the name right. We've seen how fucking dominant Denny Hamlin has been since that t- since they have linked up. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and thinking back, Denny was not that competitive running back with Mike Wheeler. Um, so my question is, why why hire him in the first place? Friendship. Uh, if Denny felt that Mike made him a better driver, uh, he probably had the same thought process with uh, with Bubba. But I just I think Mike is making really bad decisions and really bad calls in really um, unfortunate times. Um, one more thing on the twenty three eleven, and then we can hop off of that. Uh, Denny was. I want to join in when you're done. Okay, uh, Denny was apparently uh, complaining about Bubba's lack of uh, teamsmanship. Um, he, he was frustrated that Bubba was uh, drafting with Fords and Chevys and not just sticking with Toyotas. Okay. That you, now that you said that, I noticed that that was a thing today. Not a lot of manufacturers stuck together because your boy was sticking with my boy when I first tuned in towards the end of the race and Dylan and Bubba were making some fucking moves. And I was like, I love this combo. This is a great fucking combo right here. I think Ford. Cool Ford was the only one to really stick. Yeah, Ford's, Ford stuck together. I mean, you saw Harvick and 
Brad, yeah. Michael McDowell. And reason being Busher, is because there's Busher, more forwards uh, out there. Like, let Briscoe. me make that clear. I don't, I'm not saying that's because they've, they're the, they're, they're the best at ever. Was it today or was it Chevy? Because Chevy dominated at Daytona. Were there more Chevys out today? Um, I think Ford is kind of the ones to beat on super speedways. They've just, oh, it's just meaning like out. manufacturers that were out there. Weren't oh, there more Chevys than no? There's more Chevys than oh, really? No, the Ford's got the, the most cars. Oh, okay. especially with the upper big teams. Because if you think about Chevrolet, all they've got really is RCR, Chip Ganassi, uh, and then Hendrick. Hendrick. Hendrick Toyota's yeah. got JGR 2311. And when uh, fucking Suarez's old team. Um, I can't think of it, but the 95 I can't either. Yeah, the not yeah, uh, the new ninety five or ninety six. I think it's ninety six. Uh, I don't remember, but they got them, and then Ford has got Penske, Roush, Stuart Haas, Front Row Racing. Uh, am I missing one? No, I think that's it. Yeah, and you gotta think that's like four, three, two. Two, you know, that's a bunch of cars. So I think Ford's definitely got the upper hand. Who did Harrison run for today? Toyota. What? Who was his team? That, that's the team. Uh, Gaunt Brothers. Gaunt Brothers. Gaunt Brothers. Yeah, Gaunt. The same Ty Dillon's car that he oh, ran. Okay, car. okay, okay. Uh, I was, actually was just on Instagram speaking of Harrison Burton. I didn't know that his fuel canister was left in his car. Yeah. And he was driving away with it. I Yeah, I did not even see that in the highlight. I saw that just a second ago. and was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he drug that bitch off of good ways, too. Yeah, took it a long have, fucking I time. A, uh, I have a funny Harrison story. I'm glad we uh, spun around to this. Pointed out to my fiance that people were pissed that Harrison was capable of or allowed and admitted to race. And then uh, old JJC was uh, denied her shot at the, uh, <laughs> the cup race. <laughs> And uh, my fiance was like, well, it says he has four wins. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, Jennifer Joe Cobb only has 11 lead lap finishes. So I'm not really sure what the, what the issue is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. The whole Jennifer Joe Cobb thing is just, if you've been out there for. 12 10, years, 12 years, you've been out there for 12 years and. And, like, I get it. It's a hard business to get into. But there's also, if you're not moving forward, where are you going? You're going backwards. So, I don't see the point. There's people- a lot of truck people that I wouldn't put in a cup car. There's a lot of Xfinity people I wouldn't put in a cup car. The reason that a lot of those uh, truck series drivers have made a career in the truck series team is because they were a disaster in anything above that. I mean, look at Hornaday Jr. He dominated the trucks, and he just did not perform well at all in a car. Johnny Sauter was, uh, as Mark Martin said, he was a weapon. <laughs> he was a weapon, dude. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, that they're shit drivers. They just didn't. They just weren't as competitive in the in, in the upper series. Right. So what do you do with somebody who's not even competitive in the trucks? Yeah. Like it's not even a big deal. And let's be honest, what would have happened? She would have – it's Rick Ware Racing. She, there's a, like a 50% chance she's a fucking starting park. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what's going to happen. But speaking of Rick Ware Racing, the car that she was supposed to drive, I'm pretty sure, was number 15. And at one point, it was in the top 10. Yeah. With J.J. Yelly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was about to say, who was driving that. Yeah. Uh, 
at the end of the day, super speedways are the most open races. Literally anybody could win them. But I mean, that's just where the true talent comes out. And you just, you can't have somebody who is known for consistently not finishing a race out there. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not really a big battle to be had, but a lot of people want to have this battle for some reason. And my question is, do they even fucking know who Jinjo Cobb was before this new story came out? Or was it just, oh no, this is sexist. I mean, ultimately, that's it. I've known about JJC for many, many, many years. And I've known that I've made many, many jokes because the odds of her finishing a race are actually under. (laughs) Yeah, and you know that's it's it's really just not not no disrespect. It's just the stats say it. Can't get mad at what the stats say. The stats are there. They're there for a reason. Facts don't lie. Facts don't lie. Um. So we had two stage winners today. Oh, go ahead, Par. Sorry. Sorry. You can go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, two stage winners. We had Bubba. We talked about Bubba winning the stage today. Also, Matty D. I think he had a better day than Bubba did. I think he had one of the best days for a driver out there. Yeah, I don't know if it was the best day because I think he would have much rather been in victory lane. Well, yeah. Um, he, Me I too. mean, he, he moved up. Brad was coming. Just It was just a – it was a move that I understand. I understand. I get the move. But at the same time, God, do you think that if he could have redone it, he would have just stayed down there on the bottom? I felt like he would have won the race because I was my, – my, my heart has never pounded that hard for a race because I was just like, come on, please, get the 100, get the 100, get the 100, get your dub. I was – because he was running well the whole entire time. And he stayed out there. And I'm like, wait, why are you staying out there? And that I'm was like, a questionable oh. move. That was a questionable move. A lot of people didn't like that move with the 21. But car. but it worked out for him. Yeah, but Brad yeah, shot but, up there. Shot yeah, the Brad front. shot up there and the that tire. helped him out. You know, I don't like Brad Kosowski. You know, y'all know that, but he he ran the hell of a race. And you know, that all that all that matters is that last lap, as people say, he shot up and won the race. And mm-hmm. It just stinks because Matty D is still, you know, not there. We have, you know, we talked about Matty D a little bit this year, but we haven't really, like, really focused on him, I guess. Matty D said his day's coming. What do we think, gentlemen? Yes, 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 yes. It's coming. It's coming this year. I don't know when, but it's coming. Darlington. I would, I would enjoy it. I don't think it's coming. Um, I did like what he said. He he uh, he thanked Ford a bunch. I genuinely think wherever he goes next is going to be a Ford ride. Um, I honestly, my prediction is that he goes down to the twenty-two car in the Xfinity series. Um, but I, see, I I don't think his day's coming. See, I would have said the same thing, Cody. That would have been a good pick. You said that a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I hadn't even thought about him dropping down, like for real. But he put a tweet out the other day that said he cannot wait to drive this thing next that's year. What, and it that's was what the I was next saying. gen. What, what in the Xfinity series, what's the Ford? 
it's a Mustang, but it is not the next gen car. And that's specifically what he was talking about. He was not talking about the new Mustang because they just redesigned the Mustang. That's just been done in the Xfinity series. Now, this is a brand new Mustang. I don't think he would have tweeted that unless he knew that he was going into a next gen car. Obviously, and, he, and like today, you said that he sat there and thanked Ford and he said they have a lot of people that are behind him at the Ford camp. So, where would he go? He's going to the 10. He's going to the 10. Of Stuart Haas. But see, that's such, that's jumping from one side of the seesaw to the other because he's with Penske right now. And Penske has been fielding four cars in various races this year. They did it first with or uh, Atlanta, and then they did it at Richmond. They did it at Daytona, too. They also did it at Daytona. You're right. Uh, so, let me lay this one out for you. What if Matty D went to the fourth car at Penske and they just left Cindric and the Wood Brothers? I don't see that. I genuinely – I think Penske wants Cindric all to himself, and the reason being is Cindric's dad is the president of Penske Racing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's all it boils down to. I just think that would be too much just flip-flopping. I thought it was weird that Penske just didn't flat out start a fourth team, bring Cindric up, and then keep Matty D where he is. I just I don't think that they're going to do the flip-flop back and forth. And, and, and I will say that Austin Cindric has disappointed me in the Cup Series. He has not ran not even anywhere near great. It's been 20th and below for him. Uh, now, the Daytona one, though, that one wasn't his fault. That He's the one yeah. who got caught up in that last lap crash as well. He probably would have had a top 10. Yeah, he was running good in Daytona for sure. I mean, he's won there twice in the Xfinity Series. Uh, I, I'm just I, – I, I don't know. Look, Matty D is staying with Ford. It seems like it for sure. Um, so you really don't think Matty D gets a win this year? Night Bristol, nothing? No. No, really? I just I, – I don't think the Wood Brothers – I don't think that they genuinely have the car for it. I know they're really close with Penske and it pretty much is just a cloned Penske car, but yeah. I just, he's not done anything this season to really like wow me. And the few races where he's stayed clean the whole race, he's still had outside of the top 15 finishes. I think he's going to get a win, but I think it's going to be at a track. We don't expect like Watkins Glen. Uh, I don't think it'll be a road course, but I think that it will be uh, somewhere like Kansas. Hmm. That's, that's a good. That's that, that's that's some good tea right there. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, y'all know that I love Maddie D. I I love a good, you know, story with him. I just cause you know, I mean, Kyle Busch was running well today, but you know. He didn't. He just did some stupid stuff, and you know, I told I talked about it in like very briefly in the group chat that we have. I got very frustrated with Kyle today. It's because of, it was before the end of stage two, and Kyle, Kyle, it was Kyle and Matt were doing some stuff. I think they were in the top two at this point, or somewhere in around that. And Kyle went down, and Matt, 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 Matt went down to with him. But what happened was, is you know, Kyle, Kyle bumped into him. I'm pretty sure, and that caused him to lose a lot of position. 
Kyle, Kyle gained position back more than Matt, Matt did. And that's called what triggered me. Because, you know, I just got frustrated because, you know, I was just really hoping – I was going more towards Matt on that point because I was like, Kyle Bush ain't going to win Talladega. And, you know, I said, I admit it, Kyle was stupid there. So what are you saying about Kyle this year? Do you think he's driving like a dipshit? I mean, I think this race was he, – he was racing like a dipshit. What about Denny Hamlin that caused two wrecks? Don't you think he was racing kind of like a dipshit? I, I mean, that second one was his fault, definitely. The first one was his fault. Like, I'm yeah. being serious. Like, go and watch the watch the replay, and they slow it down, and you can see him move up. He tried to get back in line. Yeah, but it was – I mean, I'll, I'll have to go back and watch that one again because I I watched it a couple times, but you know, I didn't get like the. I got a bunch of views, but I'll just have to rewatch it again. I tried to rewatch it before, but then, but I'll watch it again. But yeah, that that second one was definitely his fault, and it caused. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't as bad, but you know, that was a lot of. It hurt. It hurt. True. It hurt Truex a lot. It hurt himself a lot. You know, pretty much put Hamlin out of the race. Yeah. Uh. Also, Kaz Grawler. Six place. Yeah, they the they did Kaz put Matty D as a fifth place finish. Matty D did finish uh, during the race. The unofficial results said he finished sixth, but he did finish fifth. So Kaz Grawler did get a sixth place uh, finish. Did, so good for him. Did Byron take no damage in that crash earlier? I think or... he had to have some, but very minor. I mean, he fucking ran well. Like Brad, too. Brad got caught up a little bit. I mean, he spun. I don't know if Brad took damage, but. Yeah, that that wreck was weird. Um, All three Hendrick guys were in the infield. (laughs) Yeah. All Um, three of them got together. (laughs) But, you know, there's one thing that I do want to point out, and I'm going to go on and do it here. Uh, You know, we do our – we're going to do our weekly after the race, who's your championship driver. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Willie B is putting together a hell of a season. So, leaving Dago, Willie B is my championship pick. Really? Yep. He's almost been as consistent as Denny. And if you want to argue it, he's had more success this season than Denny because he has a win. And Denny is somehow still in the points lead. Just insane that he's in the points lead. What Willie B has definitely came alive this year. I think he heard us talking about him last season, saying he was the weak link. I hope he did because it was true. I mean, it was. It was. It was absolutely true. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what exactly got into his head as far as competing, but this year, but I mean. As far as the Hendrick tier, I would say Kyle Larson first right now. Uh, second place, probably Willie B. I think he's probably the second strongest car at Hendrick. Third and fourth is uh, where it gets a little antsy because I'm not really sure who to put one above the other. I don't even think there is really a weak link at Hendrick. They got a pretty good lineup right now. They had probably the – people were talking about, I wish I could get – the Casey Kane, 
Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Del Earnhardt Jr. lineup back. And I was like, holy shit, only one of those guys were really kicking ass at that point. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, Casey Kane never did do jack shit in the five car. Wait, he won one race, wasn't it? Yeah, one race. Won Bristol. No, he did win Bristol. I was at that race. That's a good point, Barb. So I think yeah. it was two races he won in the five. Yeah, he won very minimum races in the five car. Jeff Gordon was still competitive, but not as competitive as anywhere near where he was in the 90s and like early 2000s. And then Junior was Junior. You know, I don't think that I just like I said, I just don't think that the lineup could get any better than what it is right now. They got four young, good, intelligent drivers. I will say the closest team that Hendricks ever had to this one is uh, Junior jimmy gordon and mark oh man see now that is the hendrick lineup right there at that time it was always a hendrick car you know winning a race uh i mean hell even put kyle bush in that mix and they were a a a star power team then you know what i mean um but yeah I, i i don't know i just i just like i said i just think that this is the best lineup hendrick's ever had i agree willie b is a good championship pick um my chance, my championship pick is still Kevin Harvick. I've not changed it. Hey, listen, they they call him Mister. Where did he come from for a reason? Exactly. Where what the fuck is dog brew? Can <laughs> we talk about that? You don't know what it is, dude. Okay, dude, so it's I, cool. It's cool. So is it beer for dogs? No. Okay. It's a gravy mix. It's like a gravy that's in a can. It's like a diluted gravy, kind of like when you get the canned. It's well, it's like broth, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's just that. I don't know where you can find it, but yeah, there's no alcohol in it. It's really cool, though. It, but it's dog, it's for, yeah, it's dogs. for dogs, yeah, it's for okay. dogs. It, it's dog beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, cool paint scheme. Bush never fails with the paint schemes, they always have a cool paint scheme. That was that was a cool paint scheme. I really, I really. I cannot that. wait for the summertime. We get the Bush Apple scheme again because Bush Apple is going to be pumping back out. God, oh, yeah, God, well, I hope to find it. I've only oh, had yeah. two two cans of it. That's it, and it I is never, fantastic. I've never even had one. I want one so bad. I got lucky. A guy in Food City in Virginia, it busted out of the twenty four pack. Not really. He just took them. He brought them to me, and he's like, "Here, here's two bush apples." And I was like, "Oh, yes, <laughs> bush apple." It's almost uh, like woodchuck. It's very similar oh, woodchuck. to woodchuck. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's what people have told me. They said yeah. it's really good, like woodchuck. It's really good. Um, yeah, I you know I don't really. I don't really think Bush ever misses with their schemes. They just have a good scheme, especially when they do a special one. I hate when he runs the mobile car. The, <laughs> Me the, too. That, that's the ugliest. Bush is always on point with their schemes. I like it, but it's just – I don't know. It's like when I was five or six, I thought flames on cars were cool. But then, like, I got older. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I still think flames on cars are cool. Whatever, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean, we, you know what we haven't talked about though yet, and we what? need to cover it for half a second. The iRacing race this week. Oh yeah, Brad also won it, and yep. Joey also flipped. Yep, yep. That's that's the segue I was getting into. That's crazy. Brad K swept uh, Talladega weekend with his win on on the virtual Dega and the real Dega. Yeah, you know. We also haven't talked about the Davy Allison scheme that ran today in like 30th all day long. But I mean, I think I said it. I think I said it 
the night before last to you, Jacob. It's cool that Davies being honored, but at the same time, it's kind of like a disgrace for his 28 car to run in 30th at Talladega. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's, I get the cause and I get why we're doing it, but at the same, I'm with you on that. I just don't like to see that car in the background. Now, I, don't I, will think say, it, I don't think it should have been the 28. They could have done any other number and still done the same font and colorway. There's a lot of people in the damn uh, Davy, uh, the, the Alabama gang, you know, there's plenty of people in the Alabama gang. Yeah. That they could have done, but I, but the, it was for an organ donor thing. So it was specifically towards Davy, you know, so really good tribute to him. It was cool. They had a camera angle at the start finish line uh, that pointed right across, and and the cars were going by, and the twenty eight car came by, and the black and red streak went through, and oh, I man. said, "Dude, it was it was nostalgic for me, man, because that's one of my favorite paint schemes of all time, the twenty eight car. I love the Texaco Havoline schemes, always oh, have. Yeah, yeah. Even and when Jamie Mack raced them, I thought Texaco was done, but they're not, so they need nope. to just come back into the sport." I think they could put out some real good schemes with that with those cars. Um, yeah, we we also haven't talked about <laughs> we also haven't talked about Ryan Priest today, man. Or Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick, Eric Jones, Michael McDowell. <laughs> I'll gladly talk about Ryan Priest. Ross Chastain. I mean, you could touch on it more, but yeah, it was like hit and miss there. He ran a good. He ran a really good race. I was happy for him. I don't hate Ross Chastain. You can't. He's the melon man. You can't. Exactly. Um, uh, Ryan Priest. I hated him last year. I love him this year. I love how hard he's driving, and you can tell he's out trying to prove something. He's trying to earn a ride. Yeah. And because I, I think we all see the thirty-seven car going away and JTG going to a single car next season. Um, but Ryan Priest, he's having a hell of a year too. Yeah, really. I mean, he's up front. He led laps. Uh, he was strong. He was stout. He outperformed Ricky today, and he's the, he and, and he's like the the second car on that tier list. You know, Ricky you know, turned to Ricky. He did. <laughs> he did. There are only two drivers who have finished in the top twenty every race this season. Name them: Denny Hamlin and Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah. Did he finish in the top 10 today? Top 20. Top 20. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Stenhouse. That's hard to believe. I thought you said top 10. I was like, oh, I've no, not no. seen Ricky no, in top the top 20. 10 at all. I was like, I must be blind as a bat. Um, I mean, Ricky's driving the hell out of that 47 car, too. Can we talk about how none of our picks from last week were even in the top 10? None of us? None of us were in the top I, 10. I, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, not good. Newman was non existent today. I mean, Busher looked okay Busher until looked the end. Good. Until Busher the end, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, was he, in, he just got shoved out, huh? Suarez was in the top 10 for basically like two minutes and he was gone. He got spun by somebody. I've seen the video. He got when he went on to the apron, yeah. Someone bumped him down under the yellow line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sucks for him. He was put together a pretty good run there at the end. Uh, I I just I don't know, man. I just really think that McDowell is is that super speedway sleeper now, man. Okay, we'll I really see him do. Four times a year, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Okay, we'll listen, see, dude. We only see him four times a year. I can live with that. Well, we saw him pretty much the first five races. 
we didn't really see any of our top competitors doing well in the first five races either. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, as the season goes on, it's going to get more competitive. Right. Have you noticed that that graph change where McDowell, the first few races, he starts at the top and now he's just on a 90 degree oh, angle yeah. straight down? I mean, but he might, it might, we might get a repeat of that again. I mean, with a third place finish, he might kind of contend with the next race and then, you know, maybe the next two, maybe he'll Mc, look okay. McDowell is not going to run well at a 1.5. You don't think he'll run well at Kansas? No. Really? I think Darlington is where we'll see him drop back again. Kansas, Kansas, from here on out, from here on out, he's going to start dropping because we're just on intermediates. He'll do fine on road courses, but we're just on intermediates for like the next four months. Now, it's funny you say that because last year, Michael McDowell did finish in the top 20 at Kansas. That's Uh, what I'm saying. He'll he'll get a, a top 20. Did you hear yourself just now? He got a top 20. A top 20. So where do you think? We're talking 20th? about a low funded team though. Is it is front row technically a low funded team? Yeah. I think I think anything sponsored by speedy cash is automatically low funded. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm just I'm still not here for the McDowell love. Um we're seeing I mean we see it each week. This is his first top ten since uh it's been a few races. Miami. Yeah, it's been a few races. Yeah. I think I think I think McDowell. Uh, there is a chance though that McDowell could go to Victory Lane twice, and yeah, it would be. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to put it on anything except a Super Speedway. If he if he if Michael McDowell ever wins at a track like Bristol or Homestead or or, or Las Vegas, I will I will walk into the street and take a shit and just came come back. Like that would that would blow my mind. That's God the that's it. the equivalent of curing cancer to me. <laughs> like it doesn't get you know that, that's impossible. You know what I mean? As long as the as the officials say it is. But yeah, I, McDowell could go to Victory Lane again this year. No, and he almost did today. He almost did. He, when he pulled to the outside, Cody, you told me on the phone. You said you about threw up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. If Michael McDowell won again. First off, I would never hear the end of it from none of you all. <laughs> and I would have had a shitty week for the entire week knowing Michael McDowell has two wins on the season. There was no positive gain for me at Michael McDowell won. I'm going to be honest, though. That, that Michael McDowell Daytona 500 shirt is dirty. I want it. I want it bad. It's got everyone on the back of it. Yeah. It everyone. Every, it's a pretty dirty shirt. I'll buy next year's and just mark him out. <laughs> next year he wins it <laughs> well you know honestly too um alfredo uh fast, fast pasta. pasta fast pasta man i was looking at the uh results and even him dude he come home uh 12th today you know why he's there what he's the reason bubba fell back he got into bubba and made bubba lose the draft there on that last second to last oh that was yeah. him yep I seen him all Dyson, and Newman finished thirteenth. I think Alfredo's the one who put uh, Suarez under the yellow line too. Uh, I think you're right. I think you are right. So hell yeah, get a good get a good position by just knocking everyone out of your way. <laughs> so as pasta, was this race just a good race? Just a clean race? Yeah. Everything that happened was just a racing incident. Yeah. There was nothing that was like, oh fuck you, dude. That was intentional. That's dirty as uh, shit. Denny. Denny uh, taking out Joey, and then I would say Truex not pitting. 
were the two the, like shitty moments. Yeah, but it was still like you can consider just a racing incident. It's nothing that's like oh, what Denny's, the fuck, Denny's dude? for sure. I'm yeah. still up in the air with Truex. Yeah, Truex. I don't know. On. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. And it's kind of crazy too because they weren't driving like grandpas out there. They were aggressive today. I think it was just more of a luck thing, and everybody was on top of their shit because there should have been more wrecks. We didn't have People a big one. No. I mean, we saw DiBenedetto and Kyle Busch both go. I seen the, the gold 21 on his car. That's how far he had turned to the left and had to, like, bring it back. Um, also, Stuart Haas was alive today. I know Third it's time. a super speedway, but they were there. Amarola was running pretty well the, most of the race. Custer finished 10th and Briscoe finished 11th. So Briscoe actually finished above 15th. Chastain didn't. <laughs> he finished like 16th, but he his also his front end was smashed in. Uh, we saw Eric Jones. You know, we just had an interview with Eric not even too long ago. Uh, he said that um, – that you know the super speedways is on his list and we seen him today running up front he was aggressive too with the blocking really aggressive he wanted that dog he's hungry you could tell you could tell he's hungry the paint scheme i'm i enjoyed the paint scheme this time i loved it i I always enjoy that i mean i feel like i'm biased on the air force paint schemes because i was in the air force rtc in high school but it was probably the best Air Force paint scheme I've seen. Parv, you're not going to get off with that one there, Sergeant. Tell me how you spent your four years on duty. Well, I spent. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't drop the year in the ROTC and not get shit on. So go ahead there, Sergeant Parv. Uh, well, I was one of the people who wasn't like, shit, sorry about that. Uh, I wasn't one of the super hardcore RTC kids that everyone. I hope Jacob. Because <laughs> there's there's RTC kids who are, who are basically going to be, oh yeah, you suck. I'm better than you. Oh, let's go, Army, Marines. Yeah. This is the ROTC podcast. Am I right, gentlemen? <laughs> but yeah, I was one of just basically. My parents forced me into this. But I'm taking it so I don't have to take gym. Because that, that's how it was at my school. You, if you took RTC, you didn't have to take gym. <laughs> and well, I, I got. So you shaved your head just so you didn't have to go to PE. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> and play fucking you, wiffle you do ball. Twice yeah. as much work. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't get do to twice play twice as much work. Yeah, you didn't get to play fucking dodgeball. But Ultimate to... Frisbee. <laughs> yeah, you missed out, Parv. <laughs> you didn't well, you did twice as much work. I know the RTC makes you run like a yeah. Shit let's go run goat trails every fucking Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Fuck I was yeah, four. I, I I enjoyed running, and you know what? I was the first lieutenant, and that's the fifth fifth highest ranked. Are you going that... to go into like serious question? Serious question. This is not a joke. I don't want. I don't want anybody to think this is a joke. Are you like thinking about maybe going into the service? No. Okay, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I never want to go into the service. I'm not. I'm not built for that. No. Okay. Well, I think that's a conversation for later. Uh. But yeah, the Air Force scheme's cool. Um. I think he ran pretty good. Also, something that didn't get talked about. I know Cooper and Cody are going to want to talk about this. The RCR boys both finished in the top ten. Technically. 
technically top three of them finishing the top ten because of Colic. Felt yes, good, sir. right? I mean, it's all right. It's pretty good. I mean, even Dylan said he was like, man, we had the speed, but I don't know. Dylan said he was happy, but it's cool. Good eight place. I like that. I like that. Um, I think Tyler could have found himself in contention for the win. Uh, I'll be the first to admit that he fucked up bad. Um, Ooh, yeah. Which he tweeted about it, and that was actually something. Once again, I'm glad we circled around because I did a uh, little bit of added depth for this episode. So there was a tweet I saw. Tyler Reddick tweeted. Um, he said, extremely frustrated with myself on the last lap. It's no secret that decision poorly affected the entire top line's chance at winning the race, but that's just another one I won't get back. We will move on to Kansas. And someone tweeted at him and said twice, first past Blaney, then with the run, came up and tried to duck out of the draft again, then sucked back to the middle with Blaney. I know you're very talented, but I'm just some fan. But a lot of us wanted to see the 21 in victory lane. Those moves handed it to the two. So let's attack the driver because my guy didn't win. Someone replied, and I loved this one. They said, uh, don't think he cares much if it's the 21 or the two. He drives the eight and is concerned with that first and foremost with advancing his own cause. Sometimes it works, sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't. But the idea that he should just sit back and push the 21 to keep the two from winning is ridiculous. Yeah, and let's be honest. The 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 ideal situation was to push the 12, uh, then push the 21. And that probably would have given him a better finish. Probably. We don't know. But there was an outside lane coming, and he went to throw the ball. And I get why he went up there. Uh, but Blaney and, and – and I'll put a little bit of the fault on Blaney and uh, – and Matty D2, they should have definitely moved up and grabbed that line uh, and, and just rode the wall coming out of turn three and four. But I don't think you can put all the way on Tyler Reddick. Was it the greatest move ever? No, but also, you know, there's – Denny Hamlin was racing today. Right, and let's be fair. Tyler's still young, right? He yeah. still has a lot to learn. Uh, this is his sophomore season. And also, I found out something today. I'm one inch taller than Tyler Reddick. <laughs> He is five foot five. He is a short son, bitch, ain't he? He is short as hell. Yeah, um, I mean, us short guys, we got to stick together. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, I didn't even hear about Dylan until the end. Uh, Blaney got a ninth place finish, and then Cole Custer got in the top ten, of course. Um, and then, of course, Kevin Harvick, which was up there pretty much all day long. He had a strong car, it seemed like. You know, I the – the the thing that, that that got me the most was that there were no Gibbs cars within the top ten. None. I I just now noticed that. None at all. Where did Bell place? Uh Bell finished in seventeenth. Uh actually the Toyotas had a line of cars. Uh Bell was seventeenth, Bush was eighteenth, Bubba was nineteenth, twentieth was Har- Harrison Burton. Uh and then all the way down at the very bottom, Truex was in 31st and Hamill was in 32nd because of their wrecks, flat tire and the damage and pretty much the penalties for uh, Denny Hamlin. You know what that sounds like? <laughs> the fact that we weren't the worst finishing Toyota this week. Yeah, I mean, you weren't. You were 
actually with the with the main guys running, he was just in line with them. Chase Elliott finished twenty fourth. I mean, there's a lot of names that were taken out. You know, hey, the champ just had a bad day. <laughs> Quinn Houth. I got nothing to say. I'm gonna move on. Mama said, you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it. Uh, Yep, that's what they say. Uh, Also today, somebody who was just back and forth all day long, and I couldn't figure out what was up. Corey LaJoy. I like Corey. Uh, He's running for Spire, so I don't really know how much he, you can you can say yeah he finished 22nd but he was up there a couple of times and i was like holy shit he's actually running pretty decent but what yeah, happened man, to kurt bush did he uh, blow up or not an oil line came loose that's why they called the caution because uh, it was an oil leak fluid on the track yeah and everything was on fire and the next thing i know he's a lap down but he's racing with the leaders yep <laughs> kurt bush has had a pretty pretty bad luck season this year as well what yeah. car did he run today? Monster. Monster. Oh. Yep. Yep. Oh. All black. Oh. All right. Yeah. I like the 2B car last week. That was a nice car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like the 2B clean. car. I Weird sponsor, scheme, but it was a good it was a good scheme. I think that scheme would look better on Ross Chastain, though. It, he's ran it once. He's already ran it one time. Did he? Yeah, he ran Atlanta, actually. He ran it Atlanta. I just feel like it's got to be stuff like Monster, like some casino to really work for Kurt Busch. Yeah. I, and, and South Point. Yeah, exactly. South Point. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I, you know, I just, like I said, I think Kurt just – I think Kurt's overlooked because we've talked about Denny Hamlin having a bad season. The fucker's leading in points. We've talked about Kevin Harvick. He's pretty much been in the top ten most of the races this year uh and then we look at kurt bush who's just had a dog shit season so far i think kurt bush was my pick for the championship the night that chase elliott won for the season i think i I put the early prediction on kurt way back when oh really yeah um because of how strong he was at the end of last season yeah he was he was stout he was stout uh cgr is one of those teams that can sleep and they can sneak their way in um well, I'm just going to go ahead and give you my one to watch next week. Are we not going to talk about the winner at all? No. <laughs> what about the fact that he is now tied with Dell Jr. and Jeff Gordon, second all-time wins at Talladega with six, and he's now chasing the, the greatest of all time, Dell Sr., who sets with 10? Well, see, that was just it. My one to watch next week is Brad Keselowski. Ooh. That's exactly why I was bringing that up. You, you think he's got a little streak coming? I think Brad's got a streak coming. Big time. I think Brad uh, – I said at the beginning of the season that Brad Keselowski was going to be the champion. And you all probably remember that. Um, I think that's my pick right now. I, You know – I think I, that's I'm, my pick. I keep saying Harvick. I think Brad K can come and win a championship. It's going to be uh, Brad K or Joey. Those would be one of the two. Penske's just – they're the only team right now in the Cup Series that has all their cars in victory lane. Imagine if Blaney gets it, though. It's not I like Blaney's a, looking not sharp. Blaney's looking pretty damn good. I so. have a Penske driver win a championship right now, but it's not Logano or Kozlowski. 
Blaney? I think he's going to win three more races this year. Is, is, you think is four races wins the championship? I think he is going – well, I think the way he's – I mean, he's all, already all, all obviously in yeah, because, you know, he's won a race already. I think he's going to win two more races in the regular series. You know, make his way. He's going to be in the top four. And when he gets to the top eight, he's going to win one of those top eight races to push his way into the final four. And then he will go on to win the championship. I mean, that's not a bad take. I think Blaney could win multiple races this year. He had Richmond won pretty much. He just made a mistake, and he was strong today, really. I mean, he's got a, he's probably probably the Penske guy I'm looking at, but I really think Brad is the guy this year that's going to really outshine. I just think Brad's got a good shot this season at winning races. And the reason I'm saying that, last year at Kansas, 2020, Brad finished second. Denny Hamlin won the race. I'll That's go a good. Oh, sorry. You're good. Go ahead, Parf. Uh, mine to watch out for is someone who only ran, I think, three laps today. He's going to have a vengeance. Four laps. He only. He had. He's going to have a vengeance. He's going to be hungry. Because he didn't get a race much at Talladega. And I think he's going to run a heck of a race. I don't, I don't think he's going to win it. It's funny you mention that, part because I'm right there with you. So whatever you're saying, I'm feeding right off of. So go right ahead. So the person to watch out for is Kyle Larson. I agree. At Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Are these our picks for the the, the race? No. I guess so. No, I was no, gonna go no, 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 no. That that's no. my one to watch. One to I watch. have a I have a pick. Watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I also have a good pick. Um, I think the one to watch coming up at Kansas. It's a track where you know it's kind of wide, so you can run a couple different lines at Kansas. That top line moves really good sometimes. Uh, I think I think Mister Reddick <laughs> might be the one to watch this weekend. Oh, chicken tenders himself. So this week we get truck and cup, and then the next week we get the three day weekend again, right? Uh, that's a good question, Coop. I have absolutely no clue. I haven't even looked. Well, I think you, Xfinity's off next week. So while you look at that, do you want me to go ahead talk talk the standings? Well, before we do that, I do want to talk about Brad K more. Like I wasn't joking about that, but the fact that he has won six races at Talladega and Todd, Jeff Gordon, and Dale Jr. I mean, two of the super, two of the guys you look at Talladega and you say, "Hey, you know, this guy's one. This guy's a competitor here." And Dell Jr. and Jeff Gordon fall into that category. Is Brad K. the super speedway guy that slept on? Because Denny Hamlin used to be that guy, but I feel like everybody now, if you go to a super speedway, the first person you think about, I think, is Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin. But Brad's kind of the sleeper if you think about it. It's not a bad take. No, I I mean, you've got to think. Had and I'm I'm not throwing this up to be that guy, but yeah. at Daytona, had Michael McDowell not wrecked the two Penske guys, you know, Brad could have won the five hundred. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brad could have won it. Brad is definitely a guy that, I mean, I remember his first win at Talladega. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all, right? Uh, I remember that I was pissed after he won it. But, I mean, he's a good driver. He's a good driver. Um, yeah, I think Brad has definitely solidified himself as a super speedway guy. He gets it done, man. He just gets the job done. And that money line paint scheme, I dig it. I dig it. Now, we could do our picks for next week, but Parv, since you get the championship standings up, go ahead, Sergeant. All right. Uh, so, uh, shut up. So, as we do, you know, uh, if the driver is not in the top 16, I will mention them and their placement with points. So, with that being said, in 20th place with 196 is Bubba Wallace. Damn. I want to. So, Bubba's, before we continue, Bubba is in a must win situation. Yes. Right now. As we said, yeah. Yeah. I, as think, we I think once we get to the end of June, I think that's when we genuinely say it's a must win. Okay. And uh, I want to mention this one. He's not in the top 16, but he is. At 17th is Matty D with 217. So he's right there. Damn, Matty D's been running better than I thought. So in six, wow. and that means in 16th is Chris Busher with 220. <laughs> Holy shit. Busher is, is the sleeper this year. I'm telling you, Busher's a sleeper. He has 229 points. So Matty D is only 12 points behind. In uh, 15th place is Ricky Stenhouse with 229. So he's tied with Chris Busher. It's, it's crazy that Stenhouse is in the top 16. I'm sorry I keep interrupting, but I'm so good. surprised at all of these. I have no clue. I know. And in 14th place is last week's winner, Alex Bowman with 241. Sweet. In 13th place is Monica Cooper's favorite and Cody's. Arch nemesis from Front Row Motorsports with 244 points. Why do we give him the introduction like he's the president of fucking NASCAR? He's the champ, bro. He gets a theme song. <laughs> he, drives, he drives a number four, the number 34 loves car. He's a Daytona 500 champion. Thank you, Bruce Buffer. <laughs> the McDowell. prettiest paint scheme out there. He's thirteenth. in points, though. Well, exactly. Cooper, Cooper did it. That's the first bad fucking take of the episode. <laughs> He's the moderator. Right. You can't go after the moderator, dude. Speaking of sheet metal, by the way, you want some? I found a site you can buy Michael McDowell sheet metal, pretty fucking cheap. I'm sure it's dirt cheap. They probably it's like hundred, hundred fifty dollars. Um, Wood Brothers the- website is selling a shitload of uh, sheet metal right now, too. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. All right. Hell, Sorry, yeah. So in 12th place is the number three car, Austin Dillon, with 268. Man, my boys are back to back. And that means number 11 is Kyle Busch with 271. So Austin Dillon is pretty darn close. In 10th place is Christopher Bell with 280. Uh, Ninth place is Kyle Larson with 300. In eighth place is Chase Elliott with 306. In seventh place is Kevin Harvick with 308. Larson's tumbled a lot. 
Mm-hmm. He has. He's tumbled a lot. <laughs> In sixth place is Brad Keselowski with 318 points. And then we have a huge jump in points with 346 in fifth place is Ryan Blaney. He dropped a little bit too. That Richmond incident really hurt him. Yeah. In fourth place with 351 points is William Byron. In third place with 353. So only two points behind, two points ahead is Joey Logano. In second place is Martin Truex with 359. And obviously, to no one's surprise, is Danny Hamlin with 446. Where's Kevin Harvick? He is in seventh place with 300. Okay. Okay. Still Sorry. Up there. Yeah. Denny's got such an insane lead. Do me a favor for shits and giggles. Where is Suarez and Reddick? Alrighty, Tyler Reddick is in 22nd with 191. And then Daniel Suarez is in 24th with 174. Where's my number one driver, Cody Ware, at? <laughs> Cody Ware, okay. Points uh, and all. Oh, he actually uh, bailed out of the cup points. He's in the Xfinity Series points now. He, uh, uh, you, he, you can do that. Uh, also, Brett Moffitt. Uh, did the same thing with the Xfinity series. Oh, and yeah. Paul Moffitt did the same thing. Yeah, so he, is a, now. he has zero points and is in the 49th place according to the stats. Yeah, because you can only run for one uh, title a year. Damn. So which is stupid. Yeah, which is dumb. Um, but yeah. All right, boys. Next week, Kansas. We got truck series and we got cup series. Xfinity is off. All right. Truck series. Who do we got? Okay, John Hunter Nemechek. Let's move on. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, it's Kansas. It's a KBM truck. John Hunter Nemechek for me. Uh, three of us are shaking our head, yeah. So, I think that's a J. <laughs> uh, and Parts going Sheldon Creed. There we go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> John Hunter and then Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed. Yeah, well, Creed. Um, yeah uh, I think Kansas was definitely a good spot for uh, John Hunter Nemechek. I think he would definitely go to victory lane again. Cup Series. Let's move on. Let's go ahead to the Cup Series. So, are we going to do what we did last week and do our real pick and our underdog pick? I think, yeah, I think that's a good idea. We need to have underdogs from now on. Um, who wants to go first this time? All right, Coop. I want to hear it because you, you've got a smile. So, I said last night to Cody, I was like, I have a feeling all of us are going to hop on. We're all going to see Kevin Harvick. How do you go against Kevin Harvick? But a little, little bit of digging earlier, and I found out while I was out of NASCAR, someone has almost been in the top 10 at Kansas since like 2017. And I feel like he's going to get that first win this season. And that's Chase Elliott. Chase. Ooh, Chase is okay. going to get that win next week. Last year, sixth place finish in what, 2018 had the first place? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, might. I think his lowest since 2017 was like 12th place. So right there at top 10. Yeah. Uh, Chase also, the first season that he got a win, he won at Kansas. So I think Chase is definitely uh, not a bad pick at all for that track. No, I, I feel like that's a good one. Because I was going to go with Harvick, but I was like, ah, no. 
I don't, it, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Chase is going to get that first win next week. Hendrick is the champ. And then underdog, I'm going to roll with another underdog from Hendrick because I'm going to go with my boy, Alex Bowman. It's not a bad pick. He finished eighth there last year. Alex so. Bowman, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson. Those are the ones next week. I think Hendrick's going to run that fucking shit next week. I'll go. Oh, It's no. up to you. It's up to you. You, you can't or I I'll always go last, so I'm going to go second this time. Okay. All right. Next week's winner at Kansas is going to be my man that hasn't had too good of a season so far. The driver of that number 41 Haas Automation Ford Mustang, Cole fucking Custer. Not my underdog, the main dog. Why? Why? Damn. Yeah, why? Seventh place finish last year. He won at Kentucky. I kind of put Kentucky and Kansas. Kentucky, it was. So, I think Cole Custer, we seen him get that dub last year at a similar track. I'm going to go ahead and say I think he's going to walk the yellow brick road, my friends. Underdog. Ready for this? My underdog is going to be the one, the only, the dickhead, Kyle Busch. I was almost there with Kyle. I was almost there with Kyle. I'll go next. I don't hate those picks at all. Um, I, I went mean, spicy this week, man. That, I had that was a little spicy. Uh, I guess I'm just going to be cliche. Uh, Coop already knows my uh, my go-to. think you got to go for him. The race is named after him anyway. Uh, we're doing the Bushy McBush race 400. Uh, you you got you to keep it with the Bush car. I think. Uh, what are, are they going to sell shirts that say that? Because if I they hope. are, I want one. I hope. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bush, I, sponsor us. Please. Sponsor us now. <laughs> Uh, it's it, they're not a bad beer either. I would be completely happy with that. No, Bush is a damn good beer. Bush is a perfect race beer. Yeah, yeah. You you got the full bold flavor, and it's not just water. Yeah, it's like the perfect mix. Um, but yeah, I think Kevin Harvick's finally gonna snap that that rain cloud that's over him. Um, the sun's gonna come out. And in your words, I love it, so I'm going to steal it. Kevin Harvick's going to walk down that yellow brick road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, underdog, I'm going to stick with my uh, person to watch. I think Tyler Reddick's going to have a really good day. That's that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Now, Parv has had – Parv last episode, and this episode, too, has came alive. He's had some pretty good picks and pretty good opinions, honestly. I think we can all sit here and agree with that. Uh, so, I'm going to let old nah, – uh, fuck so- Parv. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let yeah, Parv go. Parv. Parv, I'm expecting your your. I'm expecting big things. So for me, uh, I said it. <laughs> I got muted. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, I had to do it one last time. Sorry. <laughs> I, I said I think this man is going to win the championship, and he's going to get his second win of the season at Kansas. It's going to be Ryan Blaney. I feel like Brian Harv is a Blaney fan. I mean, I like Ryan Blaney a lot, but you know, why don't you get a, a Ford tattoo just like Jacob there, Parv? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a Ford loyalist, but you know what I'm saying, Matty is, D, Blaney. But I really, well, I mean, I do enjoy Ryan Blaney as a driver. He has been consistent mo- this whole really, really this whole entire season. So I, I think he can. He was running really well today at Talladega, too. 
he was running the top the whole time, like especially at the last part of it. So I think he's going to get the dub here. My underdog, Jacob's going to like this. Uh, he is currently 16th in the points. It's Roush Fenway's Chris Busher. I think he is our underdog this season. Well, for this race. I ain't a Ford loyalist, but I'm going to pick two Ford drivers to perform well. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> also, Parv, I do want to point something out. Your reasoning for picking Blaney is flawed very badly. And let me tell you why. Just because you run well at a super speedway does not mean you're going to run well at an intermediate track. And I'm glad you brought that up because last year, Ryan Blaney finished. Guess where? 20th. I think he's going to recover. I think he's going to win it. Uh, you know, Kansas isn't the track that I think, think that Blaney's going to come out and shine at, but I said that about it. Uh, you know, I said I, if, if I would be surprised if it happened in Atlanta, but I picked him. Uh, I just don't see Blaney doing good at this track. Now, top 10, yeah, probably. Nothing, uh, I mean, nothing goes wrong. But uh, Busher, we're just going to have to call this the Busher podcast from now on. He's impressed me this season. He, me too. And you know, honestly, not to sit here and say this now, but he impressed me when he raced for JTG. Yeah, I mean, you can only do, and I think that era of JTG was rough. If Busher was in the 37 or the 47 now, I think you'd see a very competitive driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, I'm happy for him. Uh, I, it's no love lost or no love found with me and Roush guys. Uh, I mean, I'm always going to be bitter at, at Roush Fenway because I feel like they always put uh, Carl in the second best car each week. Um, you know, I, I don't wish anybody failure. Yeah. Except for Michael McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. He said, okay. You said failure for him. Dude, he, he's like, who's your 500 champion? Huh? Who's your winner again? I'm sorry for interrupting. My winner? Yeah. Oh, my winner is Cole Custer. Parr's like keeping a tally up. I'm so, just saying, Cole Custer is the man. Are, are we excited for the stretch of, of racing we have coming? Uh, you know, I mean, this is when it gets kind of boring. Uh, if it doesn't have many uh, wrenches thrown at it or curves, we got Kansas, we got Darlington. Uh, then after that, we go to Circuit of the Americas, Charlotte, Texas, and then we're at Nashville. Holy shit, we're in Nashville. That's not even that far we're away. We're going to be in Nashville. We are going to be yeah. in Nashville. I, I'll make, I mean, the two races I'm excited for, besides Nashville, obviously, coming up is Darlington, because Dar- I really I really enjoy Darlington. And then I'm just excited to see what Circuit, Circuit of the Americas is bringing. It may, it may be it may be a trash race, but I'm just I'm, – it's, it's the first time it's in – it's the first time we're seeing it in – I think it'll be an interesting race. It, it might suck overall, but I think Texas me, is my go-to. I got that eye on Texas. Texas is the one you're looking forward to. I have to again. 
I have to. I mean, yeah, look, it might be a good day for us again. It might be. I hope so. Maybe this time it's flipped. Maybe Texas is bad and we go to Nashville and maybe Nashville's Texas last year. What if we get a one-two in Nashville? We'll fucking smash some beers together. I'll kiss you on the lips. Um, Same. I'll accept it. <laughs> yes. I'm excited for uh for Charlotte. Oh, buddy. To me, I think Charlotte is the best individual race of the year. I love the Coke 600. Um, but I, I'm gonna have to jump in with Parv and agree with him too. Uh, Darlington's always a great race. It's gonna be the throwback race too. And I am stoked for Coda. I you you all know I love my road courses and. If you don't remember the Roval one, the first Roval they ran, it was a exciting and that's where that's where Chase Elliott missed the first turn and just drove straight into the wall. Um, so I think Coda's going to have that that kind of excitement because we, we don't know how to run there. So let me ask this: Is is Darlington coming up the throwback race? Because that's something I'm uninformed on. I'm pretty sure it's the one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's this coming one. So it it's, is. Not, yep. it's not, it's not, it's in May. Okay. It's in May. Yeah. That's because where they're dropping all the cars right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I guess the second Darlington date is throwing me. I couldn't remember which one it is, but that doesn't Did, make sense. May compared to September. Has Bubba dropped his yet? Not yet. Um, I'm, that's actually Dr. Pepper. A, 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 <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. It'll Guaranteed. be, a, it'll be a classic Guaranteed. like bottled long neck Dr. Pepper. Like that kind of stuff. The, the 23 spices. Yep. Yep. It'll be, I'll, yep. I'll splooge Dr. Pepper from my pants if that happens. That would be a pretty good That'll car. be the first race that Bub, that, that Jacob ever gives Bubba his support. <laughs> that, that, that won't be the first race. During the, the, the Daytona 500, uh, where Denny won, I was like, I was pulling for Bubba. I was hoping that Bubba got it. Well, also, uh, I think a couple weeks ago you picked Bubba to win a race. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't remember where that was. I think it was Atlanta. Atlanta. That didn't happen. Not at all. It was the complete <laughs> opposite. Of yeah. What I wanted. I think that's it. It's a cool episode. We had Robin on. She had an insane diecast collection. Our our Twitter is blowing up right now. By the way, she gave it's us it's blowing shout up. Out. Bad. Oh, yeah. we've gotten followers. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit. There was out. like 50 notifications a minute ago. So shout out to Robin. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to Robin, dude. She's she's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna send that. Holy fucking shit. Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. We do have a lot of notifications. Um. I did a weird thing where I asked people to tag people that think that would hate us. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Uh, also, I seen, <laughs> I'll tell you this after the show. I seen somebody that liked her shit earlier. I thought that was kind of funny, but I think it's it for the day, man. LTC is over. Par's not in the camera frame anymore. Uh, he's down there looking at porn probably. Uh so I think that's going to be the end from the host with the most Jacob Lewis, Cooper Watson, and Sergeant there. Uh, Hashtag Parv game. Wait, you you steal my line and then you don't even name me at the end. That's you how did. we know you. 
He said the host with the most, Jacob Lewis. Oh, I then... thought you were calling yourself the host with the most. Oh, no, I was calling you. Oh, I was like, how, how are you going to steal name. my thing and then not name me? <laughs> and then Parv's new name is Sergeant Parv. No, hashtag Parv gang. If y'all want to join the Parv gang, oh, wait, join the Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to join the Parv gang. Yeah, um... Fixed it real quick. <laughs> All right, yeah, um. I think that's it from us. So thanks for listening to the cult. If you just followed us this week, we do this shit every week. Uh, we don't have an off day. I got one thing to sign out with. Parv loves his cousin way too much. Yep. Look at the camera now, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> no. Don't you. <laughs> oh, we left that shit in last week, too. It's just a running gag now. It is. Yeah. It is. Oh, man. I'm going to tag her in the. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> That's it. Join us next week. As always, I'm Jacob Lewis. Uh, it's Cody, your host with the most. For Watson. Hashtag Par Gang, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for mute buttons. Thanks, Cody. I quit recording. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>